Welcome to Thoughts on the Market. I'm Mike Wilson, Chief Investment Officer and Chief U.S. Equity Strategist for Morgan Stanley. Along with my colleagues bringing you a variety of perspectives, I'll be talking about the latest trends in the financial marketplace. It's Monday, January 13th at 9 a.m. Eastern, so let's get after it. Income inequality is a hot topic. The top 20% has done exceptionally well over the past several decades, while the average American has not kept pace. Though this is a political issue, it's also an economic one. As legend has it, Henry Ford paid his workers more so they could afford to buy his cars. Whether that was his real goal or just good PR, paying employees a better wage is good for the economy, if not the bottom line. American workers did pretty well during the second half of the 20th century with regard to getting their fair share, but in 2001, labor's share of profits began to drop sharply. What happened? While I wouldn't attribute the decline to just one factor, a big driver was globalization. Companies also faced increasing pressure to be more efficient in a world of deflationary pressures. Since 2012, employee compensation has improved as the economy recovered from the financial crisis, labor markets tightened, and workers got more of the pie. We've also seen a backlash against globalization and income concentration. This push has resulted in legislation to increase the minimum wage by 20 to 50 percent in many states, with inflation index increases in the future. We've written a great deal about the rise in labor costs over the past year and the negative impact on U.S. corporate margins, particularly small cap companies. In fact, this is the primary reason why earnings growth in 2019 was negative for most U.S. companies, while the economy enjoyed another strong year of growth driven by, yep, you guessed it, the consumer. The bottom line is that the average worker is doing better, thanks in part to the higher ratio of corporate earnings going to labor and a meaningful tax cut. Generally speaking, this is a good news story that suggests we are in the process of dealing with income inequality, even if it's long overdue and there's still a long way to go. There's another form of inequality that's not discussed very much, corporate. In a world of low growth, limited pricing power, and now rising costs, it's clear that bigger is better and scale matters. This is also the main reason we've been underweight U.S. small cap stocks. Small companies can't offset rising labor costs with technology as easily as large caps nor do they have the same access to record low cost of capital. And finally, the rising regulatory and cybersecurity and other costs over the past decade favor large cap companies who can spread such costs over larger revenue bases. Against this backdrop, it should come as no surprise that new business formation is still well below pre-crisis levels. In short, the big get bigger. To me, this is unsustainable and potentially a bigger risk to the economy and markets than the very important issue of individual income inequality. Markets understand this dynamic well, but the rewards are now concentrated like never before. Currently, the top five companies in the S&P 500, or top 1%, make up 18% of the total market value of the index. A ratio like this is unprecedented. In my view, such concentration is unhealthy and unsustainable, just like with individual income inequality. Historically, when returns get this concentrated, it means that the next big opportunity is probably elsewhere. And we think that means international equities and some of the sectors and stocks that have been left behind, like diversified financials and banks, pharma, housing-related stocks, and potentially small-cap stocks too and energy later this year when the U.S. economy begins to reaccelerate. In the meantime, don't be surprised if the current trend towards large-cap tech stocks continues unabated along with the extraordinary liquidity being provided by central banks. Just make sure you aren't too concentrated in your portfolio like the market. Thanks for listening and tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for our latest thoughts on the market. The preceding content is informational only and based on information available when created. It is not an offer or a solicitation, nor is it tax or legal advice. It does not consider your financial circumstances and objectives and may not be suitable for you.